going on everybody we are at get parts in new york city on the upper west side and i'm with matt farrer from the smoking tire hello i got stunt brain to my right how you doing i got an angry vic henley because he was stuck in traffic he's getting a beer from matt the owner of get parts he'll be at this table in a few uh, a few minutes we're gonna have to go last names i think if there's two mats at the table i the said matt farrer no no i know but we're yeah. gonna have to stick with the last names otherwise we're oh, okay. confusing as hell in this and, and you met matt the owner of uh, get parts and you guys hit it off because he's a car guy like yourself yeah. he was he was doing a track day on his motorcycle i didn't ask him what kind of bike but we were talking about tracks yeah he's cool man he's I'm very very cool and he was like oh yeah i'm into cars i'll check out the smoking tire so um, Matt's in town and Stunt Brain's in town. That's right. You're not local anymore. I always no. forget. You're down there Where in Delaware. Do oh, Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. Um, these guys. These guys are in town because we're doing a little something, something at La Cubana tonight to uh, you know honor and remember Carl. The Remember Carl tour continues. Vic Henley. And I got. I made the. I made the road shirts. I like it. I, I, I like the shirt. I'm gonna set you guys up with some of these. We, we're we're all giving all the money away for this. Uh, nice. I guess it's a scholarship, whatever it is well, that they're doing over at La Cubana. Well, that's what I'm waiting for with my T-shirt sales. We don't know where to send the money yet. Yeah, no, he said, uh, Nico said there's like a legal, they, they're, they, yeah, they're it actually it apparently out. takes paperwork to set up a scholarship <laughs> for somebody. Know. You don't just like say scholarship and then it exists. But so. I got idiots online. Like we lost our friend and then this, uh, a few idiots are like, you're making money off his death by selling T-shirts. Why? Why would I need T-shirt money? I'm giving all I, the I money know, away. I'm, not, I'm, I'm I mean, putting in some of my own. Relax. I know my career took a hit, but I don't need T-shirt money. Yeah. Trust me. Did you see what happened here, Vic? Did it. you open it? No, but I want to really bad. Well, you should open it and see what happens. Well, when, you're no, gonna no, laugh like your ass off. Like here, get on mic, so, there, Vic. Get on mic. I, I know you're angry because you were stuck in traffic, but we got you here, and then and now we're gonna have some fun. Matt Farah brought that. Okay, it and was, now I can't get it open. I brought it for you. These are called plus gummies. Yeah, plus gummies. There were 20 gummies in there, right? Okay. Except it was edibles. <laughs> it was a little warm in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And and the oh, gummy, that's hilarious! No, now it's just melted jello. jello. It's melted. Je- it's, so um, it's it's good looking. I'd well, love. A, I'd like a tie dye T-shirt. We to gotta go ask like Matt that. for a spoon, <laughs> right? Mike? I I, I <laughs> told I told Matt you're crazy. We're gonna need just a teaspoon. Yeah, a couple of Set bar straws, some whipped cream maybe. <laughs> but Vic, I told Matt Farrell, I'm like, you're crazy. How you do your edibles? You just guess how much you're gonna take, yeah, like it's why not? dip. I would. Well, but all his gummies melted today. Hell yeah! I had a big crusade. Yeah. Not a, I won't no, call I it a crusade, sport, but I need a spork and a napkin. Well, yeah. Remember, like five years ago, when edibles was like it was like a tootsie roll, and it's two hundred milligrams, oh, right, and you right, need to like yeah. razor blade yeah. it off, otherwise yeah. you die. Right. Yeah. You know, now at least these were supposed to be five milligrams each. It makes it nice and easy. Oh, five is nice. Five is nice. Five is a nice little now buzz got, there, Vic Henley. Uh, now we've got a well, hundred I mean, milligrams. A hundred milligrams into a Jello. Mold. I wanna, I'm How hot was me. it in the car? Believe. 
obviously it was pretty fucking warm. <laughs> That's wonderful. I can't wait to eat this. I'm so excited. Here, have some of that. I'm really glad I came. No, I'm not. I'm okay. waiting strictly for this. Wait, you're gonna grab some edibles? I'm gonna right take now? a knife and Dude, slice this right oh, down the middle. Yes. I'm gonna make this a pie yes. chart. Vic Henley lives up. And to I'm his gonna reputation. eat the orange and the yellow and the red blended together like a lovely sunset. Amazing. Oh, I wish you were here to see my face when we opened. No, I bet you laugh. Because when it's that stupid and it's your fault or you don't think. Yes, just we've, got the, funny. we've got the yeah. knife. A man from Texas always brings a knife. Oh, yeah. shit. There's the knife, so there you go. And, oh, my and, God. And our Vic is Vic jello is molded. <laughs> no, you can't take that Bro, much. Yes, they, no, no, you got to be careful. Five milligrams of sugar cube. <laughs> no. That whole thing is 100 milligrams. Don't be like Joey Diaz. Like, it caused I just took amount. a 500. It is. That's good. That's, That's about, about a regular amount. Yeah, and there, there you go. There. And, oh. and Vic is it. I'll have oh. a little, little tasty. Tasty. Uh, it does. No, these plus gummies are delicious. All right. Let me. All right. I guess we're I guess we're guessing how much we're taking right now because I'm at fat. I don't care. I'm off. Well, good I'm for you, I can't man. hang out with you guys. I wasn't even supposed to be here, really. Why? You invited me last second, is what I'm saying. You had no, it all planned out. No, that's not true. Well, I don't want it to sound like that. I don't mean it that way. Bro, this is hard. Everything's been last second with right, you for correct. years. That's what I meant. That's I meant thing. I meant to invite you to this the whole time, but then I decided to finally tell you last night mm -hmm. but we were texting back and forth. But that's how I roll. That makes sense. I understand which that. Which frustrates yes. so many people in my life, and I don't mean it. It's just I, that's how I function. It's good. I'm telling you. It's really good. We're going to eat this whole thing. Finally got my fucking hot jerk. It's it really is. Well, it's, it's right. a gummy. It's like right, a Twizzler. I'm in. I'm in. These are it's so very fruity. Delicious. It's really good. Yeah, it's really tasty. <laughs> All right. I yeah. used to be like a couple years ago, I was like, God, I really wish I'd find a way to get the weed taste out of this and stuff. And they did. Now I'm like, oh my God, they did. yo, maybe you should put a little of that back. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what you're doing. Good now. <laughs> now it's just I can't stop eating the frosted exactly. flakes out of the box. Oh. You're just sitting there scooping them in with right? your hand. They can't make it too good. I think they should. I think that whatever a dose is, it should be one thing. That a cookie? You that's eat about right. Yeah. Is that yeah, about, right? about right? That's a five. Totally, five. it's about right. Oh wow, delicious! It is it's really good. <laughs> it's nice. It's that's really nice. Who good. wants? That's scary. <laughs> how nice it is. <laughs> Who wants fruit snacks? Right. <laughs> oh my god! We're not marketing towards children at all. It's, it's just a really pot roll-ups. Wait till the Lacubana episodes. They could be a little oh trippy. God. Speaking <laughs> of marketing towards children, did you guys? They 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 ban commercials for Jewel here yet? They did in California. I saw a commercial for Jewel, and the whole commercial basically boiled down to, this makes you look so cool. Like, that oh, was wow. pretty much the entire... Oh, oh shit! Oh! Sorry! Matt Farah has, sorry, has right. spilled the first oh, sorry, beer. First beer spilled. Wow, See? man, you're a lightweight with your I was edibles. Say, the edibles usually <laughs> wow, take longer than 40 seconds. I apologize. <laughs> they usually take longer than 40 seconds. Oh, it says unwind. All right, hang on, hang on. He's unwound. Stunbrain, hold this. I'm getting that. <laughs> Got it. All right. You're going to ruin all $426 of Opie's broadcast equipment. This $426? <laughs> Did I upgrade you? I think you might have. <laughs> I'm running to a pawn shop. I can pay a cable bill. <laughs> Uh, so Vic, man, we were going back and forth uh, on text messages last night, and I told my wife some of our uh, some of our conversations. She was laughing pretty hard because you got mad at me at first because I. I what happened? Well, all right, Matt's. First of all, he's cleaning the yeah, table. I apologize. I, I don't care. Oh, right. well, I spilled it on your fucking Zoom. Who cares, man? Who doesn't care about that? I, I don't even know if anyone's listening to this anymore. So what I got mad at? What I get mad at? Oh no! So. So, no, I was talking to these guys before you got here. Right. You know, Carl's only been gone two and a half uh, weeks. It feels, it honestly feels like it's been months. I can't believe it's only been two and a half weeks. And uh, Vic agreed me, with me last night. Like, there are days where I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it's time to move on with your life yeah, yeah. and try to 
remember him and start laughing and really think of the fun fun and good times with uh, with Carl. And the next thing you know, the next day, I'm not good anymore, no. and I'm fucking crying again. Yeah. I hate this. Well, I, right. So last night. Because we're both horrible people, so it really bothers <laughs> us. <laughs> we have to acknowledge human emotion. It's like, what is this? No, Tears? We, we shared this with Carl. We, we were all three equal amount of black heart, right. son of a bitches. And then with the row, oh, my dog, and then tears and children and various well, things. So it's, there's real people in there, just nobody knows Well, it. let me tell you the other side of that. <laughs> it, it, the truth is we're, we're all a bunch of softies. Yes. Me, you, and Carl. Correct. Certainly Sherrod, all, too. Oh, Sherrod, my God. We're Sherrod. a bunch of softies. That's why he's so loud about it. Right. He's just a big old, he is a big Old, just oh teddy my, bear. Oh my yeah, god! Everyone, everyone is passing around the uh, the giant gummy. <laughs> That's what it is. The giant like melty it. gummy, like a medallion. Know, right? Listen, we don't. Carl would be happy to know that we're not wasting this. No. He was when he came to my house and cooked. He he not only cooked me the best matzo ball soup I've ever had in my life. Yeah. He saved the onion and shallot and garlic skins that he cut off like most people would throw that he was such a like a restaurant guy he's like those go back in the recipe yeah. somehow and like the make skins it. yeah it was wow the, dude it was see the you coolest. never I was all I never you never you learn something new every I if he, we sat here if he was alive for another twenty years yeah. once a day you're going to still be sitting there going God damn it Carl I didn't know that yeah, yeah. yeah. That he told from? me about at his old you restaurant know? how he had clear trash cans and clear garbage bags so he could see when the prep cooks weren't using all oh, of every oh no kid and he would see? go through the trash and dock their pay <laughs> if they weren't using all of it so now I know how to use onion skins. Isn't that crazy? Wonderful. Remember Every time the in the kitchen? Oh, yeah, when we when, had totally. When, when he was setting up the menu and he started showing the cross use of the ingredients yeah. on yeah. the yeah. menu, he said, if you can't use it in three dishes, it's out. Yeah. It, looked, it looked like on Law and Order when they're connecting all the yeah. strings right, right. to the murder. <laughs> yeah. It would be because it was all dishes and then he's drawn lines between, no, exactly, stunt oh range right. Tell me, God, you it looked like it looked a vision board of we, and now the, here's your killer. Like a mafia family? Yes, yeah. <laughs> the tree and the lines yeah. connecting. Everything. Tell me someone's got like a video or a between. picture of the board or something. Like I'd I've love got, a, to I've see got it. one picture of the board because uh, my girl was in here with her children. So yeah. there's one shot of it. I would love somewhere. To see I'll that. dig it. I'll That's dig it up. Amazing. He might have one too. He might have one. Every time but. I hung out with Carl, every single time he made me laugh my ass off. He taught me something really interesting, like onion skins. Sure. And he introduced me to someone else that was like almost as interesting as him. Absolutely. Like other chefs or a stand-up comic or like just some fucking random Look, guy who happens to be a billionaire in New Jersey. What up, Abby? <laughs> but I'm here to say he introduced me to you. And yeah, also too. The one thing I'm taking from Carl's death is the fact that he left a lot of really good friends behind. Mm. That you know, he introduced me to so many new people, and yeah. uh, I'm friends with a lot of people now because of because of him. And I don't like having a lot of friends. I know. Me and Vic hate having a lot of friends. <laughs> right. Why are you doing this to me, Carl? You must be. I'm like texting you to check in. You must be like, "Fuck, I'm a friend." I'm calling people back. I'm being all responsible. I know. Me too, brother. I'm all like listening. My my mom used to say, and I love this advice. She said, "Look, if you could count your good friends yeah. on one hand, that was it." One hand, consider yourself lucky. All you ever needed is old cliche right. nationwide, north, right. south, east, or west. Everybody heard that growing and up. Now and now I go parents. hacky and, and tell everyone I lost the pinky. Mm -hmm. I lost the pinky. <laughs> wow, that's you fucking son hacky. of a bitch, Carl. I said uh, it was hacky. Very hacky. I told you where the. So now I'm down to. <laughs> well, no, I. Well, I got too many friends, Matt, because of you. My birthday Sorry. was last Wednesday. All right? birthday, and uh, and so my girl, I was in Cleveland. That's where she lives. 
And she surprised me because Carl would tell everybody, go to Momocho. It's the greatest Mexican. He has a two. He has Momocho and El Carnicero, and they're both in Cleveland. And when He's it, the best Mexican This restaurant? is Carl's favorite. Okay. And so Carl did a week with the guy doing guys' grocery games. So they're in the trailer together. His name's Eric wow. Williams. He's the chef. Yeah. So Carl doesn't know any. I mean, Eric doesn't know anybody. He walks in the trailer. You have to share the trailer with four other people. So Reno... If you know who he is, he's one of Carl's crazy-ass friends. He's like Samoa and Hawaiian. You can't understand oh, sure. the damn thing he's saying. I'm, pic- I'm picturing the, the, the lawyer says, from Bra, Bra, Bra. So this poor guy from the Midwest walks into this nut nest of Carl and Reno. And right. I forgot two other guys that I don't know. Spent the week with him doing guys' grocery games. He won the episode. He won money. He became friends with Carl. They're getting food. They're hanging out. He just And so... My girl for my birthday emailed him and said, "Hey, I know you know about Carl. Couple week, about a week before my birthday, and said, uh, I want to bring my boyfriend to the to Mamocha. We've been going to El Carnicero for years. Your other restaurant, unbeknownst to us, he owns them both. Oh, it's, they're both yeah, his. Yeah, they're oh, both his. Wow. So we we started dating and fell in love going to his place, and then this happened. So then she finds him. So he wrote her back within twenty seconds, and then he posted immediately." He wasn't going to say anything. He was all caught up in the moment. He was too emotional. He didn't know what to write about Carl. But when he, when Nikki sent him the email saying, you need to meet Vic. Vic knew Carl. He was in his house. Then he posted something immediately, and it was really sweet and wonderful. And he admitted in the post that even though Carl told everybody to go there, Carl had never been to the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Carl just knew from hanging out with the dude for a week and how he cooked on the show and how he handled all the games and competition and, and, and probably googled and did some research and found out that the guy did have two successful restaurants but yeah. Eric wrote in the post it's so sweet and it's a really good summation of Carl but somewhere in the middle he goes and this is the first time I'm revealing this Carl told everybody to come here for a decade he's never set foot <laughs> in this Carl. restaurant but I bet so you he had confidence enough to know that the food he knew, was damn he knew, good he knew. Right? And yeah. we've been going, we, I sat there and talked to the dude for years I told you in the text I sat so there Funny. We were just going to have drinks, and we just, it just sat there and turned into two hours yeah. of Carl talk. What was crazy? In a really happy, really sweet way. Last oh, best way to spend a birthday. That's, yeah, that's awesome. You know, Over the yeah. years, uh, me and Carl would just hang out at Get Parts Without Podcasts, and he would be oh, in the neighborhood, yeah. and we'd, ha- we'd go and have beers. And the whole time, he's just answering Twitter and whatnot, and, and, and the questions would come in. What's the best steak place in Columbus, Ohio? Mm-hmm. And without even somewhere. Googling it, he goes, yeah, no, go bro, here. That's what I was doing. And a, and a few it was times, Mamocho, Cleveland, every time. Mexican <laughs> Cleveland, Mamocho. <laughs> but a few times, I checked on him after I left him. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, he's this, never wrong. This, yeah. He was no. never wrong. No, he, no. I would, I'd text him because I go to a lot of racetracks, and racetracks are in the middle of nowhere. I mean, that's just the nature yeah. of racetracks. And so I'd be like, where do I eat in Millville, New Jersey on a Sunday? <laughs> and he sent, I should, should, that's a real one, Millville, New Jersey. On a, and he sent me to a place that I only eat there now. I don't wow. go to anywhere else in Millville. I mean, it was like. It was it was a twelve course Italian meal that charged you a dollar over the grocery store price for wine. Like a wine that was wow, twenty five in the right. grocery store, it's twenty six in wow. this place. That's right. And now me and everybody I know who races, we fill this place out every weekend. But the best one was I was in Phoenix, Arizona with my wife, going to an event. I said, Carl, where do I go eat in Phoenix? And he go he sent me the name of the place. And when I got there, turns out not only is it an iron chef restaurant not only is the best table already reserved for me when i sit down champ uh, 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 not a uh, vuvclico and caviar come out courtesy of chef bone 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 and it was hand delivered from Bo. he brought it out. i never met the guy right he goes you're a friend he goes you're a friend of carl's this is this is on the house and it was champagne and fucking caviar 
overlooking Phoenix on the wow. only mountain in Arizona. That was from an Iron Chef. That's, that's what awesome. Eric Williams did. Yeah. I was walking. I was walking. <laughs> it's crazy. I got there before my girl, and I was going to ask for him. And then I'm on my way to the table, and I hear from across the restaurant, I've never met this guy ever. Big Henley, don't sit down. Come over here and hug me. And he comes walking around. He goes, I'm a hugger. I stuck my hand out. And he goes, so then we just sat down, and he, he ordered his cocktails of it. It's not a... It's not an agave and it's not a mezcal. It's not a tequila or a mezcal. It's a, it's called S O T O L. Never heard of it. It's in that family of succulents like the agave. Right, right. Huh. So it, it tastes a little smoky like a mezcal. So just now, now I'm like, now I feel like I'm sitting down with Carl because here I've never heard of this drink ever. He goes, it's the it's the root of a weed, or he explained it all to me. I swear to God, I swear it's a grass. So I had to look it up on my fucking phone. But no, we're 30 seconds in, and he's already carling me over something I've never known ever. Carling That's me. A, actually, I, I like that. I like that. But he said basically. When he said he spent that week with him, like I was doing it, like I still do, he said when they spent that week in the trailer, he goes, he was like the little girl in the third grade that has the crush on the teacher. He goes, basically, I just sit there with my chin on my hands, <laughs> on my desk, just just woo, just swooning. Right. Tell us something else, Carl. <laughs> oh, it was always great the knowledge he had. Unbelievable. Yo, what, what, we drove to Rochester, and he was just studying stuff online, watching YouTube, watching YouTube videos, by the way, while he was driving. <laughs> the one thing I did not like about Carl was that motherfucker drove 65. He would drive way faster, but that fox of his could only get up to about 60, 65. But he would barely look at the highway. He was always on his phone. And a lot of times he was just studying it and looking up videos and learning about something new. What Listening to Carl explain any process like yeah. he like yeah okay food he knew food but like he knew people so well yeah and like when i remembered him explaining to you these the hierarchy of criminals that are allowed to continue doing crimes yes that i was like hang on wait i stopped and rewound it yes. listened to it again like that was like the most riveting five minutes of radio yes. i've ever fucking heard that like, wasn't on the podcast i think that, was was that might have been show? on the radio show before we no, got i don't uh, think so it was is that on the podcast that. oh good podcast oh i gotta find that dude is yeah. so good he took a part so he took apart sirius xm beautifully <laughs> What did he do about Wait, that? He explained how they motherfucked you the whole way and how he saw it coming <laughs> oh my God. from day one. And, I had and it was really early on in the relationship that he totally oh, I nailed that. it. I do remember what, that. What did he say? I, I don't want to do it. You know how uh, Sam was poised to yes. take your fucking he, job? I remember him saying that. He oh, had yeah. it all laid out. Yeah, but I got to do something real I think, quick. I think, in the, I think in the end, Sam's the worst out of all of them. I got a you know car. I saw a picture of him oh on Instagram yesterday. Yeah. That motherfucker is going bald so fast. And with his <laughs> hairstyle, he's going to look like Bozo the Clown in fucking four years. I don't know, you know. You're I looking good. You, you look like I Boris Johnson hair right now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's good. Wait, they're laughing too hard. I, almost, I, I was going to open with, I was going to ask how you were doing, but then I saw your hair. And so oh, wow. I usually get, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. You do have a little more. I usually get, I usually get Nicolas Cage when he was arrested. Oh, no. Nick Nolte. That's I mean, Nick Nolte when he was arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's Ron, in Ron's joke. In Ron yeah, White's yeah, joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He messages yeah, yeah. yeah. and he goes, is that Nick Nolte yeah, or Nick Glenn Nolte. Campbell? <laughs> <laughs> It, it might be the uh, edibles Ron, kicking in a little bit. Ron is the so giant edible. Good. I'm working with tomorrow night. We're, we're with brother. We're in brother Wee's territory on yeah. Saturday in uh, Rochester. Yeah. Tomorrow night we're going to the uh, what I like to call the uh, every state's whorehouse. Uh, 
the capital. <laughs> so we're going to Albany. Albany. And oh, yeah. then Albany. We're going to Albany. And uh, What's there to do in Albany? Not Come much. to our show at the Palace Theater. And that's Friday. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which by the time you hear this, we'll already have No, no, place. no, man. We're, we're turning, we turned this one around. I should say oh, we yeah. turned it around because they're hearing this now. So uh, last night, uh, Vic Henley gives me a text. And he, he sends me a link uh, to Jeff Buckley doing. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, and he goes, click on this. And I wrote back, no. <laughs> and then Vic, Vic writes back, you know, I used to I used to live alone before I met you or something, or something like that. Live from the song, because Carl was in my house. Yeah, yeah. I used to live alone yeah. before I met you. It's Leonard Cohen. Turn on tears. Oh, I didn't now. know that. It's Leonard Cohen. It's, oh, yeah. yeah, Leonard Cohen. It's yeah. the greatest Canadian thing or person, Leonard Cohen. So I, I love Leonard it's, Cohen it's songs, most, but I don't know much about Al- it. Hallelujah Al- 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 is literally the only no, one. I know, I know. I know that one, obviously. But then I, I said to you, no, and then you... I because th- and then you were you were sending that text almost like I didn't know about Jeff Buckley's version. I'm like, no, I, know. I wrote a probably the best version of the song you besides uh, the original, Great. you know. And then I wrote B. I don't want to cry today. <laughs> I'm like, and then you come on, man up, <laughs> start and crying. I, and then I did click on it, and my wife's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Fucking Vic, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Vic Henley got me again." I cried on Saturday at an Eddie Vedder concert. So. Yeah. I went to see Eddie at uh, Ohana Festival, which you should come to. Just Eddie by himself. It was solo Eddie, okay. and he had a four-piece string uh, with him, uh, and it was re- he's really really good. I mean, he's really good. A bunch of Pearl Jam, a bunch of solo stuff. But Wait, so covers? Any covers? Yes. That's oh I'm boy. To think. Okay, he now loves his covers. Nothing Eddie does. Back. Yeah, Eddie loves. The no, cover. he did. He did. Um, Behind Blue Eyes. Uh, who just Who just died? He played uh, oh. Just What I Needed. The, the cars, cars, the cars. Oh, Rico Kasich. Played Rico Kasich. Kasich. Wow. No and then Kasich. somebody, Kasich, somebody else also just died. Carl. Who, yes. <laughs> he played a Carl song. No, uh, he played some other. Eddie Money. Eddie Money. No, died. it was before Eddie Money. It was it was someone died who was a songwriter and a and a who I can't remember who was not a, a major player but would have influenced Eddie Vedder. I'd remember the name if I heard it, but I don't remember it. And it was a, it was an obscure song. But That's what was in the my most? Wheelhouse. If I had more clues, I could get this. <laughs> Keep going. I Keep cried. Talking, it, I cried. It just breathe. <laughs> Yeah, that's the uh, song, man. That made me think about Carl. And then I also, you know, the most surprising thing about that show, which will bug you out, you yeah. know, Kelly Slater, the surfer. Of course, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So he goes, Eddie goes, I'm going to bring out Kelly Slater. Go, well, that's an interesting decision. Okay. Yeah. And he sings. It, yes, he does. Yeah, he sings. And with Eddie Jack Johnson. He Eddie goes, man, if I could, boys. if I could surf half as well as Kelly could sing and play, and I go, the fuck is Eddie talking about right now? And then they do Indifference. Wow. And Kelly does the Ben Harper part. Sure. And having seen Ben Harper perform like two weeks ago, right. Kelly Slater destroys <laughs> wow. Ben Harper wow. on both guitar I he, and vocal. I knew he sang. I and I was, sang. I, then I cried again because not only is he the most handsome man ever <laughs> yes, with, with the best fair. bald yes, head, yes. Right, now he's singing like almost better than Eddie Vedder <laughs> on stage. <Right. laughs> I'm like... Oh. Lives in Hawaii. <laughs> That's not fair, God. No, Come not. on. You're sitting there having a Herman Munster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I used to love yeah. that. Oh, okay, I love that. Thank rubber. you. You like I that? Rubber? Rubber. Okay, thanks, Vic. Uh, so let me. You'd like that, that though. Uh, a a couple one. things on this now. First of all, is there uh, a recording of this so I could hear it anywhere? I don't know. Uh, probably eventually. I don't I think have they sell the XM anymore, and I used to love the Pearl Jam channel. But it is the best channel but on Boy, there. do they get rid of oh, my man. VIP uh, account immediately. Out the window. <laughs> wow. Out the window. Like before your card right. stops oh, working. Wow. Right. You're right. Right. You're driving to work, and the radio just goes, preview right. one. Yeah, that's what he gets. That's all he gets now. Preview one. Preview, right. Yeah, exactly. straight to CB radio. Then it goes straight to CB radio. Breaker, breaker. And, and yeah. here's the second thing. So... 
Eddie Vedder goes solo. Yes. And he plays Pearl Jam songs. He plays some Pearl Jam songs, but some But what solo makes it songs. different uh, for the fan? Oh, dude. Well, he did like, I mean, Corduroy, just him and an acoustic guitar. I mean, yeah, imagine Corduroy, cool. which, like, he, he really opens his wow. show in a real campfire vibe. Like, he doesn't even he doesn't even use the screens, like, the big screens yeah. for the first, like, five songs. So, like, my, Hannah was kind of like, what the fuck? I can't even really, like, see him. He's just on stage. but And then he kind of works his way into okay. it. Okay, that means you have to up. listen. Because yeah. I, I always really chose this campfire vibe. It was great. I always thought these, these big bands, and Pearl Jam's a perfect example, that the rest of the band has to get jealous when the lead singer goes and does his solo stuff, right? Well, always. I mean, I think everyone in Pearl Jam has side projects, if you think about it. Right. Every member of that band plays in other bands. And I think that's probably why that band is still together and, and why they're right. still so good. And they play each other's songs sometimes at the live shows. I heard a rumor that they don't they really... Don't you know what? Matt would know this. I've no, done 53 shows. No, I see your... No, that's killer. No, no, I know. Jam I love tattoo. those guys. No, yeah. I heard a rumor that they no, don't, he's, he's they don't really socialize much anymore at Pearl Jam. They don't hate each other, but they're kind of doing their own... I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, right? What I mean, imagine you started a band in fucking talk? college. Would you like be chilling with them like every what day? What else would you have to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I do know they have their own buses. So like when you go see them at the stadium, there's six identical dope <laughs> ass prevosts outside, and I re I really enjoy that. Right? That's <laughs> no. Pretty cool. I think I think if you're into Pearl Jam, seeing Eddie solo is a, a different enough experience. Uh, a nice twist on the same. What am I? Plus, those Into the Wild songs are so oh, good. I love the. Yeah, they're so the good. Stuff. The Into the Wild songs. A uh, big hard song. Yeah, they clo He closed with that. That was the closer. Do you and remember? this festival's on the. Do beach. you know who sang that song originally? No. Vic. Nope. Is that a cover? I, God, yes, it is. <laughs> I did not know me. that. The big hard song. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, a little band called Indio. Really? Ooh. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. I'm top. <laughs> There you go. Pull that one out of my there ass. You go. And the original, go back to like Boston, maybe? Or how far back does that no, go in the radio that, career? That song, Indio, has to be mid to late 80s. It's a really old now song at this point. Oh. And I the know, original. Yeah, you should. You, no, I'm not I'm that you don't know? And the original uh, song is, I mean, Eddie Vedder did it to a T. He didn't fuck with it too much. Mm. And uh, the original itself really holds up. Huh. I would recommend you you check out Indio. Uh, what's the official title? Uh, Hard Sun? I think it's called Hard Sun. Just yeah, Hard yeah, Sun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, look it up. But My head into the Wild soundtrack is, oh, as amazing. far as like solo debuts go, fuck me, that is good. That's My, a good record. My autistic brain just goes, my Indio fact is that's uh, Iron Man's son, the, the, Robert Downey Jr., that's his son's name, Indio. Oh, really? oh shit! Yeah. You're right. Is he named so. after the You're town right. where he was know. conceived at Coachella? It's where Coachella is. It's purple. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. I just made stunt ring almost spit up <laughs> on a horrible joke. That was a horrible joke. I um, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite concert moments is when Pearl Jam. Uh, Pearl Jam. Wow, I think the animals yeah. are kicking. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Wow. That means I need more. I'm going Check. back. You're going. It's in. time for another five. He's going in. You're going back in next. Scalpel. All right, we're, we're grabbing the knife. I'm not anything yet. The solution there is to always eat more immediately. Right. Was that 20 edibles that melted together? Yeah. It was 25 milligram. At, you didn't have very much, honestly. It was. It's not much. Well, then I hit the pen a little bit. What are you going to do? I mean, look, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Sometimes you, know, you got to do it. Carl. If he was here, he probably would have. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, uh, Vic is digging in. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of my favorite concert memories of all time 
is when Pearl Jam does an elderly woman behind the counter in a small town. And when he says, I just want to scream hello, hello. and then the, the, the house lights go yeah. on and everyone's screaming hello at the same time. Yeah. I can't think of a better concert moment that, that beats that. It's a it's really, really good one. And he when he did it, he did that. He played that song solo with just an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And the contrast of him relatively quietly campfire styling it in. Yeah. The hello with 10,000 people transitioned it into a kind of a high energy oh, thing. That's awesome. It was fucking great. He, he is a professional that knows exactly what he's doing. Absolutely. Although I relish, I mean, this is going to go a little nerdy with the Pearl Jam, but I relish in the fuck-ups. Like when I listen to the Pearl Jam channel yeah. and I hear him flub a word, I'd be like, oh, that's Boston 05. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you one of those guys. Yeah. Oh, and so he it. had a real bad fuck-up in, uh, in the beginning of something and he literally stopped and went, Oh, I just fucked that up so bad. <laughs> just that. Awesome. And I just I find that very charming. The second woman I was married to, um, and divorced, uh, loved him and was always playing that song. Yeah. And her mom was very prim and proper, Fancy Nancy. And Fancy Nancy hated that song because my ex was playing it all the time. And she would go, Is that that better? Is, is, is that that better? I wish he would fade away. I wish he would fade away. Is that that better? She never called. Is that that better? Why, why, why is she so angry? I don't know. He's a nice guy. It's the teenage daughter playing the yeah. song 800 times in a row, yeah. and your parents are banging on your door. He gets, telling he you, gets behind some teenage good son, causes. And, you know, he does. He's good dude, but is that 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 better? So that better. That's take really the time to learn funny. his name. I've only seen. Uh, I've only seen Pearl Jam five times. Never Eddie Vedder. I'm so telling long. you, we need to, the next time they come in New York, I will fly in, and we will. You, do you have the hookup for tickets to that kind of thing? Not anymore. I can barely get us in get parts. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. We're, scalp him, we're scalping. I saw him with uh, the first time I saw him was Lenny. It was Blind Melon, Lenny Kravitz, and Pearl. Jam. Oh, wow. That's, Out, a, that's uh, a lineup. Outside at the Santa Barbara Bowl. Oh, that, that was probably that great. Theater. Yeah, it was amazing. But that was awesome. That was one of the best shows. Shannon Hoon. He died right out. Yeah, about, about within were six they good? Were they good live? They were amazing. Really? He's running. He jumped off the stage and was running up the aisles. Oh, cool. He, him and Lenny Kravitz both did that. I was a little too young to appreciate yeah. them, aside from No Rain. I, well, I was about to that's say it. that. That's that See, one a record. lot of people think that Blind Melon was a one-hit wonder, but their stuff is pretty deep. That whole album's a great album. It's an amazing it's album. It's a really good album. Uh, Tones of Home. Oh, Tones, Tones, Tones of amazing. Home is a great and song. Yeah. And there's a couple others, and uh, that band was destined to be something. Yep. Yep. They weren't, unfortunately, as you, you know, now we have the luxury of time, you think it was just a one-hit wonder with that B-Girl and, and, and the stupid video, right. but that was, that was a, a deep amazing. band that's that was ready to take off. I played the shit out of that record. I played the shit out because it had the right amount of Jamie Allman Brothers feel yes. to it on their guitar work sometimes. Yes. It was really fucking... There, I think Mississippi Boys are a couple of them. Oh, I don't know he that. Been, there's, there was a hillbilly element for sure. Dude, Allman Brothers. Oh, fuck. You know. well, probably my uh, one of my top five bands. Gotta be. I always go back to the Allman Brothers. Anytime I'm in Macon, I still go by the grave. Do you? Oh, I'll go really? to the grave. Yeah, I used to. Well, you oh, leave, do you leave flowers? No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Do you leave heroin needles? I, I, smoke a little, I smoke a little black tar heroin. I don't, I don't run it. I don't run it. Do you crawl Just up? real quick and it puffs smoke. You got to have There's straw like a light bulb on a string yeah, attached to that. Do you crawl up into a ball and just... <laughs> well, the fun part of going to make them was forever you would go to the... The first thing he did, because Otis Redding's widow still worked downtown at the shoe store. 
fuck out of so here. So you could go in there and say hello to her and talk to her. What year? And works this, at the what, shoe store? The royalties don't was, cover know, this? <laughs> early, early, uh, you know. They really fucked the black man. Late 80s, early 90s. He, she was, she was still, still there. Because that's when that club opened. And I would go down there and everybody knew it. All the mute Tom Rhodes and all the crazy music comedian fiends would go, Otis Redding's wit goat. She's at Pick and Pay. Oh my God, name it's a wow. that's a good tour. Discount shoe store, Pick and Pay. And you had to go down there. And you could go in there and she, and she was just as and great. She was she's cool. So sweet. She's amazing. What did you talk to her about? Otis. <laughs> yeah. what, what is she, all the other interesting things right. going on and in her then, life. And then how sad it is that she's fucking standing here working at the goddamn Pick and yeah. Pay in Macon, Georgia at the age of 70. Did you did you buy shoes? So, <laughs> there was mainly women's shoes, so you couldn't. But it was, she, she thought it was sweet that nobody really remembered so it would only be some weirdo music nut job yeah, that yeah. Knew this. she's like you would think we're like in our minds we're thinking like 20 people a day must be coming in here and she's like it's more like 20 a year oh, nobody no. really comes in here wow. nobody knows right and so tom rose told me he goes go in there and talk to her he goes take her to lunch she'll go with you <laughs> yeah no fucking kidding no. you could so, i mean you could bang her i mean i don't know <laughs> don't ruin it matt god damn it carl would have definitely been like i could take no, her down that's a charade that's a charade thank you mike and now Stump Brain uh, has brought th- something. This is a that? birthday present for you. For me? Yes. What is you, it there, oh Stump Brain? Oh, my, my, my. It, it is a Wheaties bourbon. It is a... That's not good at all. I'm going to have to re-gift this. It is a, you, don't, you don't like... You're, are you, you're a bourbon nerd, I'll, right? Yes, I'll yeah. drink it all. That's, why, that's <laughs> the problem. I can't have this in my Challenge house. Challenge accepted. Give it to <laughs> your liver. I can't have this in my Wait, house. You can't just have a little here and there, Vic? It depends on my mood. <laughs> right. you know, when I Carl, Carl Carl left a sorry, Carl left a giant um, uh, tequila, got a Grand Patron special edition something, and I learned that if I I kept it in the box, so I, I would take a drink and have like a little nip, and then I put it back in the box like it was unopened, and then I put the box <laughs> in the floor. I set the box in the floor by my garbage can, pretending like it gets empty, and I've this already thrown it away. Oh my God, does this work? I'm no, going it's oh, a good strategy. Every, yeah, yeah. I made good. it. I made that last for the whole time. <laughs> I only finished it about a couple of days ago. So Carl hid money, and you fake I'm, yourself I'm out. I fake myself into believing. So you're making believe it's an empty <laughs> yes. box. Kenley's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I, I wish I had a box. I thought you. you were going to tell me it was going to be like Karen Ziti, where he left the bottle and you can't drink it, oh, and you God. just stare at it and I know, cry. I did that. The, the two really good ones he left, I drank those immediately. He really? Left a, he left a white burgundy wine that he wouldn't let me open it right away. And you go. And now's like, the time. Yeah. He turned me on to Heredora Anejo. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I, I, now I love te- uh, tequila. Well, Ron, Ron White's extra in Yeho. No, his... That's the best one. Ron's is really oh, is good, too. Is really good? No, yes. yes. Is it? The yes. number one is legit? Oh, extra yes. in Yeho. Only on It's an old bourbon. Okay. It's the only tequila. It's an old bourbon barrel. Oh, okay. So it's as dark as this. It's, oh. it's, it's a dark tequila that looks like a bourbon. Neat. I felt like one of those snooty wine people the first time I drink it because I'm going, I'm getting hints of vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what you don't say that to Texas tequila drinkers no. you know here let you me know. just tuck my penis and swing my legs I don't get them hints <laughs> yeah what kind of fucking hints you talking about and then, but then, then Ron was like that's cause they're raising no bourbon barrels he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes cinnamon. right into it oh, he went, we were both just flamingly I'll, I'll tell you as a kid and in college what wrecked it for me for, uh, for tequila was uh, stupid Cuervo oh yeah of course Cuervo oh, yeah. sucks it's so overrated every time someone birthday of, of course everybody did yeah, every, that's decade. everybody's story remember uh, over the years like like, oh, I, bought, I got a shot of tequila, and you're like, fuck, man. It was mm. never enjoyable. And time. then 
fast forward a million years, and thanks to Carl, he turns me on to these dark drinking tequilas, and they're amazing. Oh, yeah. They don't compare to Cuervo. No, they're shipping tequila. It's yeah. two totally different yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. things. Yeah. I never drank bourbon till Carl. And he was on the show talking about Pappy Van Winkle yep. yeah. and told the whole secret behind wheat and bourbon. And so all I've been buying is weeded bourbons. And I'm now a convicted right. bourbon drinker. <laughs> Please, uh, do you remember the, the whole story? I, uh, n- not completely. Of I the just, Pappy? Do I re- you remember? I remember when he gave the old man the magnum. Do you remember that part at the Kentucky Derby? With the story, I, I where, he, the I, story where he talked to the Van, he talked shit to the Van Winkle guy. I had to, I had to edit that out of my podcast, <laughs> boys. They well, told me the original. He told one. me the next day and said, "You got to get rid of that." <laughs> you have it now. Yeah. Well, it don't matter now. Well, director's one, cut. The yeah. one he told me was that he was at the Kentucky Derby and they're cooking and they're in the Mercedes tent. And he's there first to prep and get ready. No one's there. It's a massive tent at the Kentucky Derby. It's like noon. And, and, but the bar's set up, and there's a, like a quadruple magnum of Dom behind the bar. For real, quad, whatever, five, you know, but it's the centerpiece, yeah. right? So here comes a man in a seersucker suit looking. He's about 75 years old, like, he, like every other old man at the Kentucky Derby. And he wanders in the tent. He goes over to Carl, who's the only person in the tent. And he says something like, um, uh, my granddaughter's 21st birthday is um, next in two weeks or something. And uh, can I buy that at the end of the day when that party's over? And he's, wow. pointing, he's pointing at the quadruple magnum and says, can, will they sell this to me? I can buy it. I know it's going to sit there, but y'all aren't going to open that. That's a centerpiece yeah. for the bar. And I, I'd really like to buy it. I, I can afford it. He didn't say his name. He didn't say anything. Carl walks over behind the bar, takes the thing down and gives it to him. Yep. Hands it to him. Yep. And says, get out of here. Yep. And the old man in the zero circle suit goes, what? And Carl goes, don't say another word to me. I don't talk to thieves. Because <laughs> Carl knows it's, he knows that there's cameras, but he knows the cameras have no audio. So it's going to look like an elderly, dignified gentleman came in, walked in, pointed at that and said, that's mine. And, and the kitchen help, the kitchen help, the Cuban, the Latino guy runs over and just gave the rich guy like, like you should. So the old man's looking at him confused as shit, doesn't know. And he's kind of like, what? And Carl's going, get out of here. I don't talk to thieves. He says like three times. So the little man just wanders out, carrying the giant fucking oh thing. Oh, my God. So, you know, sir, go ahead. You go ahead. No, 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 no. So Please, sir, yeah. several hours go by now. The rest of the... The prep team comes in, the Mercedes sponsors, the PR people are coming in. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to the Magnus? <laughs> it's, you it's, like, it? it's like fucking $2,500 or something more than that, maybe five grand. And Carl's like, I don't know, some old guy came in and said it was his, so I gave it to him. <laughs> and Carl's like, you can look at the tape. And they're like, oh, we're going to look at the tape. And so and they look at the tape, and Carl was right, there's no audio. So you, you just see the two of them gesturing and going. <laughs> So, so like later that night at the end of the Kentucky Derby, a younger version, like a forty-something, fifty-year-old version of the older guy in the seersucker suit, comes walking in and goes over to Carl and says, uh, "I think you talked to my granddad today, and that's my daughter, whose twenty-first birthday is coming up, and that was a real nice thing you did." And Carl's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." I don't, he's immediately. I was in the bathroom. Yeah, I he's like, "I don't know. I'm just, I just chop vegetables." <laughs> he's going straight up his dishwasher mode. Yes. You know, Yep, this is the story Carl told on the podcast and told me to edit out. Why? This was the exact story. And wait, but the PS is this is the Van Winkle they family. They gave him right. They, they were getting yeah. ready. 
they were getting this is they were getting they just they sold the business. Yeah, it was yeah, the Van Winkle family, and they sold the business a few months later, a few weeks later. Carl begrudgingly finally gave the kid, the younger version, not kid, the forty-year-old, uh, his address on a napkin, like the creepy cabin over in Jersey address. Yeah. And they 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 started sending him just various things of their oh, inventory. Really? He was so nice to us and shit uh, that was awesome. out, shit that they weren't going to make anymore. There's only two cases left. They found it in the back secret oh, vault. Awesome. That they don't want the new people that just bought the business to take over yet. So they're sending Carl just this high end fancy killer. You never went to the creepy cabin. Not one time. He, he didn't have furniture. He had a bed. He had a, a fridge. Uh, pull out kind of fold folding table and a couple chairs. Finally Those got did a not look comfortable. Finally, no, no. they're horrible. No. Finally no. got a TV uh, almost at the end of his stay at the creepy cabin. But what he had was samples of everything. Every kind of. I, I drove him home a bunch, and what was always waiting for him at the front door were just a ton of yes. Amazon boxes, <laughs> just stacked up almost almost to the roof. Because he would go out to California for like, like two, three weeks. It was like the liquor at a liquor store. It was literally. Dude, it, I mean, he I actually lived in a liquor cabinet. He, he really did. Oh, God. The biggest one ever. The he would, <laughs> I, I would go into the creepy cap. He would start opening the boxes, and I we couldn't get to the end. I'm like, Carl, I got to get home my family. But it's always, it, was, it was hats. It was shirts. It's it was. Like, <laughs> it's like hoarders, but it's all memes and liquor. <laughs> But then it was restaurant stuff. It, it was unbelievable, the stuff. It, and he goes, you want this? He would be just throwing me he stuff. He gave Nikki a sous vide machine, like a $500. Oh, yeah. It's like a $500. I hope she place. uses it. They're rad. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody, he comes walking in the apartment one night when he was in my house. He's yeah. like, what the hell is that, Carl? Sous vide machine. I give I those to everybody for wedding gifts. They're the I best. Knew what, I knew what it was. Are you so, trying to say ceviche? Sous vide. No, not What's that? Ceviche is a dish. No, I know ceviche. I was going to S-O-U-S I never heard of this Two words I'm, a, yeah. I'm heating French. up I'm a little embarrassed Sous- But I, I also never heard of this It's V What awesome. does it do? So the concept is that Water carries heat Way better than air Yeah Right Stunt brains use so this He's got one I have one too They're awesome That's all I cook meat yeah. with And so it's basically It's vacuum sealed so, And water Yeah so Oh I've heard of that Yeah yeah okay. It's that That's what it is Every I just know it has Boiling heat <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah It doesn't boil it No it's so Okay Oh Sorry we get serious about our sous vide. Yeah, don't fuck with it. What's your favorite thing to make stuff? Don't fuck with the sous vide, man. <laughs> right? I know it's not pointing. <laughs> the meats are good, but the secret is the mashed potatoes. The sous vide mashed potatoes yeah. are fucking next I level. Done that. Here's that that why: okay. because when you make mashed potatoes, you boil them in water, right? right. What if you could cook them without introducing water, water. at all? Then you get so you potato. butter, butter. And potato. It is oh. butter and potato oh. and, and nothing oh. else. And well, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> And then after you sous vide them with the butter, you run them through a super fine like sieve, yeah. and it's like whipped cream light. It's the shit. Really? You'll never, ever boil a potato ever again as long as you live if you try it. Oh, way. Vic just found a cup. Yeah, about it. I thought you were trying to avoid the uh, the bourbon. It was open. Why? Are you supposed no, to? I don't care. Are you trying to avoid the bourbon? I was not trying to avoid Well, that's a small All right, bourbon. we might as well pour shots of bourbon now, and we might have to dip one? into the giant edible again. <laughs> No, the Pappy Van Winkle story. You don't remember yeah, from the radio I, show. Carl is so proud to bring this in. He's explaining the whole thing. Yep. Tell oh, us God, how it is. Oh, I remember this, too. And then oh, he, this is great. And then he hands everyone shots of the bourbon to try for the first time. I was trying I for wasn't the first there time. that day. I, just, I wasn't there that day. Oh, okay. And then he's saying how special this bourbon is. And I'm like, what, this? And threw it over my oh, shoulder God. at the wall? And it's the 23-year version, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, 30, yeah. 30, maybe 30. Oh, I don't know. But, and those, but he fake, you faked him. Or did you really throw away the real bourbon? I thought you did a switch and threw, like, Coke. And he 
When he wasn't looking, yeah. you did a switcheroo, uh, maybe. It plays better if people think <laughs> I did the I'm not sure I wasn't there. I could be wrong. You just but, dove no, in that's and fine. blew up. You could have rolled. You could have rolled. <laughs> no, I edited no. it in a way where it still looked <laughs> no, like. No, it totally. But, so but it was a uh, a switcheroo because <laughs> I did. Oh well. I, he didn't know. But it's nice inside you baseball still got now. Him, oh, it's fucking. You got him show. He was. And, he really thought he fooled him completely. He really thought he threw away and the this real is, important. He must have been so. Pissed. I was so goddamn funny. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where when I knew I was around around people I shouldn't be with. That got a huge reaction, a huge laugh as far as everyone in the room and the and the show itself, the radio show. Sure. And the staff was like fucking pissed because they would have to clean the wall. Oh, God. <laughs> One lousy shot oh, on a wall. Oh, God. They really? would get pissed, and I'm like, we, that just killed you, no. asshole. <laughs> See, that's what's wrong. That what makes sense that you say it because that's what's wrong with goddamn 90% of those yeah. fuckers. Yeah, and at that point, I would have cleaned the, the wall myself. Show. Who cares? Because I, I I knew you know, it, it right. worked for the show. Working on a comedy show? No sense of humor. How does that go together? <laughs> Let's get seven people in here and do a comedy show, and let's have uh, three of them have a sense of humor, but the other four have their fingers in their assholes all day long. Right. <laughs> by the way, while their hand stinks. By the way, a little cheap plug in the description of this episode. I will give you a link to the bourbon thing where I threw it against the wall. <laughs> it was, funny. but Vic just it gave it away. It was it was, it was cheaper right. bourbon that I, I switched out. You. Yeah, whatever. Sorry, and I'm it was sorry. long enough ago that I thought it was still. I, it went, I knew it was fake and went back to thinking it was real. That's all. You can recycle it now. Oh, so I like that. So got it. Where are you going, Vic? When Carl came to. All right. When Carl came to see me in LA, I took him to this place called Old Lightning that we've just heard about, which is to date the snobbiest bar I've ever been in. And they make you check your phone yeah, at yeah. the door. And Carl and I was with Carl and Chef Aaron May, who was a friend of his. For, uh, sure, and we never met him, went, but heard a lot oh, about super, him over the years. Super, super cool yeah. guy. He was great. And Carl got so incredibly offended at checking the phone, but he did it anyway. And we went in, and he, his emotion went from so offended. We were handed a bourbon list. I shit you not. Vic, it was a minimum of 50 pages. Wow. Now. Oh, God. And Carl was like, what's this? And they're like, this is the list, sir. And he goes, are you fucking kidding me? And, they, and he starts looking, at, and, his, and his eyes went from annoyed and confused, and it literally was like in Pulp Fiction when they opened the case. <laughs> He's like, what's that? You know what I mean? Let's go, honey, buddy. You know, it's like, and he was like, Okay, we're staying. And uh -huh. we sat down, and the shots ranged from like fifty to five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars a, $5, shot, a shot. shot. Yeah, and it was they'd be like, hey, wow. "What's this five And he'd be like, "Well, this bottle was found uh, in the basement of St. Catherine, and uh, there's one, and uh, there's thirty percent of the bottle left, <laughs> you know, and and this is the only one that exists anywhere in the world." And it would go, and you know, and you end up ordering a hundred and fifty dollars shot, yeah, and feeling like you got a deal. <laughs> And, and you, you know those motherfuckers are just, they keep oh, filling oh, up that right. bottle. It was, this is all we got yeah, left, 5,000 right. a shot. <laughs> but it was like, I was a bartender. <laughs> it was this range of emotion uh, that was just like so extraordinary in one thing. It was about bourbon, which made me, this bottle, oh, that's this bottle made me think about it. Right. right on, man. Cheers. Cheers, pinkies. It's not a whole shot, but I'm going to taste no, this. Man. I'm going to taste this. It. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be good. What do you think? Oh man, thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Ooh, <laughs> you like that, huh? What That's is it called good. again? It's 1792, 1792, and they only made a sweet wheat version. Yeah, you want uh, once. Yeah, you can't find it. Ooh, that's good. Oh, that's and a nice birthday gift. Right. 
Berm. I, I <laughs> Not got, burn. Berm. Right. <laughs> I got, the edible kicking in on me right here. I got you something for your birthday, too. Really? Yep. Seriously? I don't have it with me right now, but... <laughs> he brought me the picture. It's Amazon Prime, you know, right? He brought me the picture that his uh, his girl zoomed in on that picture of all of us out front. Yeah. She just zoomed in on me and Carl. Yeah, I, I saw that we were zoomed out of the picture. Really <laughs> I saw right. that. You, know, you were cut out. You can get oh, Lisa. Yeah. That's Lisa. It's the famous picture of me, Sherrod, Nick uh, Solaris, Vic, and, and Carl, Carl. Right here in front of Get Parts. Right in front of uh, Get Parts here in uh, New York City that people really, really enjoy that it's picture. It's the wildly innocent. And then I, I see that you tweet it, and, and it was just you and Carl. I'm like, holy No, let's go. She fried, tweeted the picture. She framed out? for me. We got cropped out. She gave me a present. For his birthday. She framed, she framed the picture, but just showed me and Carl on the oh, end. She cut so everybody funny. else out. That's my arm, though, Yeah, that's your arm. That's my arm. Oh, no. Well, because I was hugging arm. my friend. You're still alive. <laughs> no, I mean, you out, but an arm is still there. Like, oh, God. You know, here's kind of fucked up. So when I first went to my visit my now wife's family for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving's a real big deal. They're from Long Beach here, mm -hmm. ground zero, Hurricane Sandy. And the first time I went, they're taking the big group pictures, and they made me stand on the outside of the photo in case I didn't last. Yes. And I, they made it overt. They were like, you're standing here because if this doesn't last, snip, snip. I had the exact same thing happen to me with my ex. Yes. yes. My brother. I, I was at, I was at, who's, uh, someone's wedding in the family. Oh, uh, her brother, her brother was getting married and they basically told me to get on the end. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And like, what? And they were, they were trying to make jokes because <laughs> of the eth ethnicity was a little different. So like, oh, ah, we, we just want the gringo over there. <laughs> but, and then they wanted, but then it wasn't good enough. And, and they sort of like uh, the camera person took me and moved me slightly more because they, they could see already where the cut should be. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, they weren't wrong. Yeah, they knew. <laughs> thank God. Thank God, Carl, wherever the fuck you are. My older view outside of the photo on year two as well it was until my year three that i got to stand oh no this was year like five for me really? oh yeah oh, my, my older brother said it to my middle brother's wife she was his really? second wife, second oh, wife he same thing move kathy move on down there on the end we're not sure if you're gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> just said it at christmas did said she, in front of everybody did she make she it was, no she didn't fucking make it, <laughs> she didn't make it. No. all right so maybe these people but it was he, it, but it was just so odd. There's yeah. 12 or 13 that was standing there, and that's the meanest thing ever. And he thinks it's, he's just smiling. He thinks it's that's funny. That's really funny. It's so she so make it, though. I, I just want to say Matt Farah is in town, and we're going to go to La Cubana. Uh, hopefully that'll be the next episode, unless these edibles kick really? in. We but, oh, we're recording more over there. Fuck yeah, no. we are. Oh, shit. Bring this the, is the pregame? Oh I said God. that earlier. I thought this start? was the thing. Huh? What time are we supposed to be down there? Five? Soon. Six. Yeah, mean, are we, are we, are we recording early? before it starts? We're, I'm recording the whole fucking thing. You don't know his M.O.? The flyer thing said six. <laughs> I don't do anything unless I, know, I can I know record. The right. he he's I know the MO. Nick Sherlock is going to buy him a hat that has a light on it, so that way when the light goes on, we know he's recording. Because <laughs> awesome. you never know. You That's assume so Assume he's always recording. It's but there's the thing. no reason to hang out unless you could like document right it. Oh my that god. That kind of knows. You have become See? an influencer. You are <laughs> like no, he's not. No, it's not. I'm half kidding and I'm half not because when you know I've been doing this yeah. a really long time and when I'm in situations and especially Vic and Carl used to frustrate the hell out of me because when they got going telling stories I'm like fuck 
fuck? Where's my recorder? So when you're sitting in situations where amazing stuff's going down and your radio mind is thinking, this is great radio, but you can't record it, it'll drive you insane. I'm so that's why I'm a hermit and never go out. Legit. It worked. Like, <laughs> no, that's like your strategy, and no. it fucking works. It's true, though. But it, it works I don't great. even like walking. I like starting my podcast. You know, before it's supposed to start, because yeah. you always get the best stuff when you're saying hi and, and whatnot. Yeah, well, when we did the one at the restaurant, we got a fucking really nice, like, yeah. live, uh, hard in. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I have a real thing about se actually separating work and fucking It's home. hard. But, like, my show is, like, about something. So You've got a show? I do. <laughs> this is where I was going to say Matt Farah from uh, The Smoking Tire, That's uh, who's here at Get Parts. Absolutely. And I had an actual car question for you. Oh, we uh, want to talk about Kevin Hart, right? Uh, yes, I want you to play. He can, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart can fit in the glove compartment. <laughs> of Dodge Viper. But if you're trying to answer that question, that's the but answer. You do I know need the, the jaws of life to yeah, get him out. <laughs> you wouldn't need the jaws of life to get him out. <laughs> Kevin Hart had a shop build him a custom, I think it was a 1970 Challenger or Cuda, okay, which are basically the same car. Allegedly, it had a, a, a Hellcat engine in it, which is a 700 horsepower engine. It's probably double the power the car came with. Okay, he lived on, or I don't know if he lived on, but they were driving on Mulholland Highway, which is the road that like Mulholland I test Drive, not drive, no, no, highway. Okay, it was sorry. Mulholland Highway. It right. was. Uh, Wait, what's the difference? They're different roads. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Thank we're both God. stupid in the same okay, Mulholland no, Drive. I like to get stupid no, with you. I agree. If I'm going to be stupid, <laughs> yeah, I want to be stupid fine. with Vic. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Mulholland Drive is up over the hill by the where the 405 goes over into the valley. Okay. And Mulholland Highway is divi sort of divides Malibu and Calabasas. It, it runs the ridge of the mountains out Ooh, by Oh, I know that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's where like, said that, motorcycles yeah. and sports car guys go yeah. out I there. think what I wanted to uh, say by the difference between the two roads is it has winding is Mulholland yeah, I mean, Drive. Mulholland Drive is very tight, but it's also like a dense, like, L.A. neighborhood. Mulholland Highway is like the properties are five acres, and so it's a very sweeping road through the okay. mountains, and it's people do live on it, but it's also the kind of road where sports car enthusiasts and motorcycle enthusiasts go for fun, okay? It's really like suburbia. If It's the New York equivalent of, like, Greenwich, Basically. So he wanted to see what that car could do. No, no, no. They were going home. He lives out there. Oh, okay. They were going home. Okay. Allegedly, someone else was driving his car. Also, someone else, a third person, was in the back. And there, I think, wasn't really a seat there. Okay? So, so, this, is a so this is a custom car, right? And, and, and there either wasn't a seat or it was a very basic bench with no proper, really, restraints. And this is a custom car, okay? Look, it was sold in 1970, so it left the factory then, and it's been through however many stages of restoration and whatever, and in this custom build, it, it, it I think it just had, like, basic fucking lap belts, because it's a 1970 car. Like, okay, right. You have a shop restore a car, and they will put whatever safety system in it that you tell them to, right. otherwise they're going to pretty much leave what's in there. The car's old. It's got a ton of power. If Kevin wasn't... Allegedly, Kevin wasn't driving. I don't fucking know. But lost control over a very mild crest. Spun the car. Went through a fence. Because the car's old, it just got straight crumpled. I mean, it's... You see the pictures? The metal. Just, can, you, can you grab a picture of your face? No, we see the, you see the picture. Oh, we all did. Can you get a, grab a picture of your We all it's did. It's like... It's mangled as fuck. Right. I mean, it's bad. So, old seatbelts, no airbags, there may have been a partial roll bar, I don't even really know. 
but the, the, the bottom line is with the car. I mean, look, you crash an old car, you're gonna get hurt. This is these are this is yeah. Let me look at this. This is fucking perfect. that's brutal. That's a crash with injuries. Oh, good god! Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It's ugly. It's amazing. All three survived. That's, that's what I was about to say. And it's amazing. frankly, if I gotta be honest, I, I drove by that crash site incidentally, unrelated. Like I, good the next god. day, I was out for a drive and I went by and I saw the fence that was all fucked up that he went through and the remnants of road flares and I was like, ooh, somebody had a bad one. And when I got home, I saw it was Kevin. You Hart. didn't know it was Kevin Hart. No, no, I just saw. Sighted. I just wow. saw a crash site. Yeah, and because uh, it was in a place where I where I go. Yeah, and um, that's like when you crush the aluminum can and you're on it's your bad Belushi and yeah. Animal House. Yeah, the beer can on the the, the, Good God. The, it's, it's really part of the danger of there's a lot that is appealing about having an old car and putting a modern powertrain in it, right? Better engine, better transmission, better brakes, better suspension. When you crash an old car, the only way to make that car any any safer is to put a whole cage in it, which is yeah. what you would do with a race car. Yep. And if you do that... You then have to have special seats and special harnesses and a helmet wow. because if you have a crash, even if the car stays in one piece, if you hit your head on that roll bar, you're dead instantly. Same thing, right? You, you, the car might as well be an aluminum can at that point. You're dead. I mean, in fact, it's a very sad story. Very recently, this young uh, girl who was a promising racing, racing driver up and comer had, a, had a, a very bad crash, not on the racetrack, driving a caged car on the street and got into a very minor accident head, but without a helmet on head hit the uh, robot dead 20 years old oh, and and so you should never drive a caged car on the street so I, I, I don't believe this car had a, had a roll cage but either way it didn't have any modern restraint systems people may or may not have been belted so the controversy is that one of the passengers I don't think Kevin Hart I think it's one is suing everybody as you do uh, and so the panic that's now happened is, if I build you a custom car, you crash it and you get hurt, can you sue me? Right. I don't think that will hold up in any court. I don't think custom car builders... I don't think there's any way to make a, an old car safer. I don't think it, there, it, it can be done. You can put a cage in it and it's a race car. Or you can leave it alone, and it is what it is. You can't airbag it. You can't add nah. it. Well, there's no crumple zones. There's no, there's no way the engine's going to drop down and under without, the frame. Without crash testing a bunch of them and doing a bunch of modifications and yeah. seeing what works, there's no way to know how to make it safer. Why can't they add the airbags, at least? Because airbags are designed to work specifically in the car that they are installed in. It's not just a one-size kind of fits-all system. So, yeah, the computer chips and all the talking. Yeah, and, and you also and have collapsible steering columns and crumple zones, yeah, and there's a lot more to it than just airbags. I mean, look at the roof no, of this I, guy's I, car. I, like, an airbag off. wouldn't have helped him. Have you, no. have you been in a crash with an airbag? No, I never It's have. a holy it's bad. fuck I know it's bad. moment. <laughs> I know it's bad. <laughs> it's You're already scared because you just got hit, and then out of nowhere... Yeah, and then there's dust everywhere. It's the famous story. I went up to see Brother Weeze, who you're going to be uh, seeing within a day here. So, you know, I'm slugging along in radio, and then we finally hit, and and let's just say sign a ridiculous contract. I went up to see Brother Weeze to celebrate because he's like a father, a brother. He's everything. Right. And uh, we had this beautiful trip across the uh, Great Lakes to Canada. 
We're going to drink wine the whole way and listen to the Dead and the Almond Brothers, by the way, not Vic. Not bad, not bad. And uh, we'd stop in the middle and jet ski in the lake. Oh, and, shit. And then we would throw At all the... At what point did you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you were after the jet skiing? <laughs> well done. Was there... How many jet skis right. were there? Was it exactly. one, two guys, one jet ski? Brokeback jet ski... <laughs> I guess this is a good time to say that we brought women. <laughs> but to be to be fair to Matt, I was focused way more on Brother Weeks than, than my uh, my lady at the time. Where it was it was a romantic trip, but I was hanging with Brother Weeks talking about the Grateful Dead and which show he thought was the best of all time. But anyway, so then in the middle we throw the shampoo bottles and the conditioner in, and we we shower in the middle of uh, one of the great lakes Lake bath, yeah. before we go to Canada, and then we're uh, go to the restaurant and we're whining and just having a blast anyway so we had one of these trips planned i i finally hit in radio for stupid money signed the contract two days later i'm with brother weeds we're gonna go on this boat trip all of a sudden he's like hey we need groceries so we're gonna go to wegmans as they say up there in rochester all of a sudden we've all been this situation car guy to my left so when someone waves you through like you know i'll i'll stop so you can make the left yeah. And while you're going, thank you, all of a sudden you're getting T-boned because oh, you're not no. paying oh, attention the to the side. turning lane. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. As oh. we used to say, thanks for letting me go. What you didn't realize there was, was another line oh, that you, you no. also have to check. What kind of car was it? Uh, like uh, one SUV of, or uh, one of those like pickup trucks that's sort of an SUV pickup oh, like, truck, like an avalanche. Yeah, or yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so it went sideways. <laughs> I don't know. You can hear the sadness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can actually hear the disappointment. Wah, that he guessed wah. that correctly. Get used to it. I was just telling someone the other day. I guessed day. his car recently based on knowing almost nothing about him. Yeah. But I before I met him, I guessed to Carl what he yeah. drove. Oh. It was cl- and very I was close. Very very close. Did you guess mine? I don't have a car. Ooh. Oh. I, the one time I had a car in New York City. Oh, my God. I had okay. one. Okay. I, had, I had it for a few years. Uh-huh. It was a really good car. Okay. There's your only hint. It was a new car. It was a new car? It was a new car what, time. what time period? That would have been around 2000 and 2000. 2000? 2000. 2000. Did you have any money at all? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, uh, let's see. I'm guessing it would be, it was an American car. Nope. It was not. Nope. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised by I'm surprised. that. Surprised? I would say Southern boy like yourself. Yeah, I, I've bought from two Alabama. cars my entire life. Two but, cars ever. Yeah. Neither one were an American car. The first okay. when I moved to LA, when I moved to LA from here and had to go out uh-huh. there in '92, I bought a car. Yeah. And, and and it was a great car. That one worked out great. And then my idiot ex-wife number one talked me into buying the car. I'm trying to tease you about right here. I don't know, man. I, maybe a Lexus. Think, you're in the neighborhood. Was it like a Toyota? Was no, it? No, no, no. It was a. It was like something like an Infinity or something. Japanese luxury, no, no, pseudo no, luxury. No, 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 I don't know. Volvo. I, oh, it was a Volvo. Oh, really? The S80 Volvo sedan. Oh, really nice sedan. I wouldn't have guessed. Really wouldn't have nice guessed. Car. I knew more only, about Opie I when I guessed his. I, thing. It was the only car I ever drove for it because I go on long road trips, you know, Those seven, eight hours. Yeah, they're good. I've never been able to lean my head back. Oh, the headrest position. You're afraid to lean your head on the headrest because everybody drives a car. You, you you don't really lean your head yeah. back. Yeah, headrest so, position is key. And God Almighty, this is the only car. I'm like, oh my God, the, the dude put me in the seat. It was a guy I went to high school with. I bought it when I was home uh-huh. in Alabama and brought it up here. And but I, he goes, lay your head back and pretend you're riding for like three hours. And I'm like, I'm afraid I'd fall asleep. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't <laughs> comfortable. That's why I don't put does my really head good back. Seats. But it was amazing. Yeah, they do great seats. <laughs> Absolutely, it was a yeah. great Mercedes car employs spinal surgeons to do their uh-huh. seats. And I drove the like an S63 Mercedes. It was like a two hundred thousand dollar convertible. Jesus. And I wrote three thousand words on the driver's seat. 
I didn't write anything about the car. Oh, wow. I just wrote wow. $3,000 on the seat. <laughs> it was so amazing. That's that like I 15 pages. What was your it was best? $3,000. I think it was five. It was five, five and change, yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was your best uh, line? <laughs> I was a couple years ago. I can't. Okay. I can't call. I can't do a callback. Well, but why, it still exists. Why, why was the seat so amazing? Well, I mean, on top of being sculpted like absolutely perfectly, um, what's ergonomically yeah. like? I've had two back surgeries, so I'm like hypersensitive to this shit. Perfect ergonomics, and on top of that, it had a, over a dozen inflatable bladders in oh, the I back of, and of the seat. That would that could do like twelve different programmed massages. One of which was a, a simulated hot stone massage, oh my God. where it would pump <laughs> hot air into the bladders. It was the dopest shit you've ever fucking. I know with. where you're going with this. It was so awesome. Go ahead, go ahead, bring it home <laughs> with the happy ending. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. you actually you, you saw pressed it another on my button. Face? I did. A little towel the, pops. That's up. called the Robert Kraft package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. Getting back, I want to get back to him, but really the fast Patriot about Robert special. Kraft. <laughs> Patriot special, not he, the Philly special. He's getting Patriot off because they're throwing the video out. They were say, they're saying it was unconstitutional, oh, really? so they don't have any video evidence that he was ever in there. So he's oh, going to actually God. technically walk on this whole thing. But then I again, everyone really will know that he went to a strip club. To, yeah, no. are you okay. here for sex? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were here to talk about video games. Well, you oh, have vodka and condoms, sir, yeah. and she's twelve. So back to the seats. Oh, they're just amazing. I, I didn't have anything else. No, okay, they they're they were, the hot stone massage is pretty much the <laughs> game <laughs> over. Your, your accident. The Thank game you. over seats. So yeah. I, I, yeah, right. Thank you for stone rain. So it's three lanes. It's uh, he's waving you through. There's one to turn left, one to go straight, and obviously a turning lane to the right. So the middle guy, you know, the the, the first one already had an opening. The second lane goes, hey, I'll stop. Let you take the left. He doesn't check the third lane, which is the turning lane to go right. This guy hit us going like 50 miles an hour oh right God. where I was sitting. I just on your it. side. Oh, it hit, it hit right on there. your side. Okay, but we were up high because we were in a avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize like knowing what an avalanche was is a cause for being teased on this program. Like what? Everything no, is a cause. You would know what an avalanche. No, Everything is a cause. For no, me. I was using that oh. like I now have this knowledge and oh. make them believe people didn't, re- you know, hear how stupid I was earlier. Never. You, you, no, I'm serious. That's why I did I that. I know. So anyway, so Wee's, Wee's waving, taking his left into the supermarket. That's good. We get T-boned right into a telephone pole. All into four, a telephone pole. All four mm. tires blew out. Wow. All four. Did you go up on the curb and just? Doesn't... Wow. Um, we didn't But still for all four tires. Four to blow. is bad. That's yeah. a big hit. And and <laughs> the airbags go off, dust everywhere. That was more scary than anything. It's Did you powder. actually take an what airbag to the face? It's gunpowder. It is gunpowder. It's twenty two You know what? Oh, it's the shell that makes the it thing. It actually is, yeah. Really? Actually, oh yeah. yeah. It really is an explosion <laughs> with gunpowder. It's yeah. like, oh my god. You the come out of an accident looking like powder. Yeah. If you the worst case scenario G S R all over your face. Yes. Oh my god. I know. And it smells like gunpowder. Too. Yeah. If you get in a crash at like 15 miles an hour, like just over the threshold right, right. of airbags, It'll, absolute worst case scenario. Yeah. It's like getting punched in the face by Tyson plus GSR yeah. everywhere. So oh look, my I have, god! So you yeah. might have solved something. I broke my nose that uh, that know, was airbag. 
Totally airbag. No kidding. It's incredibly common for All these years, I've, I've been, heard of that. Actually. That's yeah, the yeah. number All one these injury years. from yeah. airbags. Break nose and break ribs. No, it was. I broke my That's nose. That's a common one, too. But ribs. all these years, because I got T-bone, I've been telling this story. Uh, that I thought it was the the rear view mirror that I hit. I mean, it could be, but it was more likely the no, airbag. No, man, because I don't know. I just assume that's what it was. Straight up, yeah. So here's the best, that, and uh, this was the point where maybe maybe my ex realized I wasn't in love with her. <laughs> oh, I like these. <laughs> I know you do. Man. I'm very excited. This just took a great turn. <laughs> you have piqued my interest. <laughs> so now the airbags, the dust, bad accident. Uh, Weeze rolls down his window and me and him crawl out without checking on our women. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and I remember mine. George Costanza at the kid's birthday party. <laughs> Fire! Get out of the way! When mine finally got out of the car, it looked like she was in a house fire. Oh, and no. she's brushing it off and looking at me, giving me this look. And I'm like, hey, man, every man for themselves. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the truth, though. And All right, then, so imagine that experience, so with, but without any of those safety yeah, yeah. That's where that's we're getting back, back to Kevin Hart. Back to Kevin Hart. Yeah, but but let me just finish up really quick because this is wheeze to a T. So then we have groceries all over the road. Oh, no, we were eating lunch. So we did the groceries, whatever, because now I have to explain why the groceries are all over the uh, road. So we picked up the groceries. Weez looks at me. Now, he went to Vietnam either two or three tours. Okay. He looks at me with a broken nose that is three or four times the size already. With The black eyes are starting. He goes, yeah, bro, you don't look too bad. I say we still go on the trip. <laughs> so we go into where we're having lunch. I look in the, I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, I don't we're know. We're canceling. <laughs> no, but don't think we're canceling. Man, I got a deposit down. I don't know. <laughs> Within 24 hours, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, going, I think hospital. <laughs> no, it's bad. And then, and he looks at me, nah, bro, it's not that bad. You can get checked out Monday when you're back in New York, or whatever. And and then you know we order a couple drinks. He's like, why don't you calm your nerves? So I'm like shaking, having a beer, whatever it was at the time. Get a slight buzz on. We have lunch, and I look one more time. He's like, come on, bro. And now it's even bigger <laughs> because I was relaxed finally. I'm like, all right, fuck it. And uh, he makes one phone call, and all of a sudden, another avalanche shows up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we put the groceries from the street in the back of his... Gather them up. Off the <laughs> oh yeah, and went on this. That's like two hundred dollars there. Can't leave that on the road. And, and it's, went, just, it's just a little rubber. Don't worry about it. And went on the trip. And as soon as I heard uh, "Let Your Soul Shine," oh, there you go. I'm like, you know what? My nose isn't that bad. Not and that there bad wasn't a, what there wasn't a cloud in the sky. I remember. And, and now we're just going across uh, Lake Ontario. Yeah, Lake soul Ontario. So, at what point did you have a brain hemorrhage? <laughs> <laughs> Still here. Yeah. Still here. Well, I, I was drinking a lot of wine back then, so it was it was quick where I didn't Red or white, or didn't matter? Always red, Cabernet. Oh, really? Yeah. That and then it. Carl used to laugh at me about that. Drinking Cabernet? No, the fact that I was tricked into buying uh, the, the expensive uh, uh, bottles of wine. Oh, what's, oh, really? the, duck what's horn, the scam? Duck horn, silver oak. What, is silver it a scam? Pricing. Well, you know what? I mean,. We're about four or five blocks from a place called, I think it's called Wine 69, uh -huh. even though it's on like 66th Street here hey, in New York City. Hey, oh, hey. You just have to put the other words in the sentence. Well, wine um, it's, it's, um, it's, yeah, dine. Yeah. It's, called, uh, it's called Wine 69 because in the store, every other bottle is laid head to foot. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Come on. I kind of like that. <laughs> Hillbilly sleeping. <laughs> 
Well, my happy ending joke. Yeah, I got to get you back for that. We're even now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. This is corny. So, I li- you know, I, I've lived in this neighborhood for, wow, a long time at this point, 15 plus years. And uh, to get my wine, I would go to that place. And I would go, hey, you have silver. It was either Silver Oak Cabernet or Duck Horn were my two favorites. And I, I, I go, do you have Silver Oak? She looks at me. She goes, stupid white boy. <laughs> <laughs> and she walks me upstairs. Like it was two stories. All the all the stuff you know is on the ground floor. Up top was uh, stuff you never heard of. And he, she goes, "See this and this." And I, f- I forgot exactly, but she's like, "These bottles are twenty dollars, not a hundred, hundred and ten, and they're just as good, if not better, than Duckhorn and uh, Silver Oak." And I said, "Really?" She goes, "Yeah. The difference is no one knows these. You know, they they, they haven't put all the marketing behind it. So it's like getting an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. So why would you pay a hundred dollars on a bottle of wine you'd never heard of before? Like, and she was right. She was right. Most of them are. What do you mean? The wine store people I found are any in no matter what state you're in. If they're working in the wine store, there's somebody in there, probably two or three of them that really know their shit. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're in, you know. Yeah." South Dakota. If you're in the goddamn wine store, that's the only person in South Dakota knows shit about wine. <laughs> right. But otherwise, he would, he'd be out there fucking wrangling cattle. <laughs> Thank God they opened the wine store <laughs> no, in Bismarck. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's North Dakota. Got no. me off. Oh, sorry. But that's taking it back to Rabbit, Rabbit, Rabbit City. Got me been, off the borough. Rabbit, Rabbit City would have been the joke. But taking <laughs> it back to Carl, that's what I learned from him. Because stupid me, I'm like, to get if I wanted a good meal, you got to pay the money. If no. you want a good wine, you got to pay mm-hmm. the money. And hanging out with Carl when he started showing us these places that looked like just shitholes that had like the most amazing food. And then he would bring in bourbons. Remember, he would bring in stuff that was cheap and goes, look, this is just as good as the other stuff. You know, he taught. He was right sometimes on those. (laughs) I went to a couple of bad ones. Oh, with him? Oh, God. Some of the things he brought in my apartment were, I'm like, Carl, I'm pouring this out as soon as we're fucking, I'm like, we're, both of us, one, I forgot what it was, but it was some sort of, it was some sort of Alabama homemade whiskey shit, but it's a brand. And so and I could think of it, but I don't want to shit on it. Clyde Mays, I think, is the name of it. It was like, <laughs> oh, I know that. Well, that know? sounds expensive. No, but it was something no. like that's only made in Alabama. And he's like, they brought this to me, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if the only catch, if it's not about the ingredients or how they're yeah. distilling it or how they're making, it, if the only catch is it. We found a recipe. Clyde Mays lived in Alabama in 1842. Yep. This is Alabama's original whiskey, oh, and it no. fucking murdered both of us. We took we took like half a shot each. We were stomping around. Both of us were holding our chest. Our chests are burning. He's like, God damn it. I'm like, I know, girl, what the fuck? And we're stomping around. But we thought we were going to throw up. I'm like, he runs towards the bathroom. I run towards the sink. I'm heaving over my sink. Oh, my God, really? Right. Neither one of us got sick, but I'm like, oh, there's only one sink, and this one's mine. Oh, my God. And so I went when he said sink. our chest are burning I'm, you probably should have brought them to a hospital <laughs> yeah. no, no. No, no. <laughs> but it was it was it was god fucking oh, no. awful and then it says it, says, it took us five or ten minutes to stand there like we're sweating it's like then i just i'm like glug, 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 right oh, down the that bad drain. Wow. i mean think about the amount of terrible shit that i could think about the amount of stuff people send me and how much of it is good and how much of it is terrible and if you translate that into liquor yeah ugh, you're yeah. gonna drink a he lot had of a garbage 90%, he had a 90 percent pretty fucking there. good there was one other thing that was some sort of um because all I know was licorice. And I don't like. Oh, like I don't Zambuca? Like, I don't like Zambuca or Uzo. Frenette Bronco? It was something. Yes! I think, but it was something. Well, there's the other one. It's it, called Jepson's Malort, which is a liquor. So Frenette Bronca is like pine salt, basically. And they, the hipsters in fucking the Midwest, try and pretend like that shit is delicious and they're all lying. Jepson's Malort is basically the same thing, but even more disgusting. And they market it intentionally as. 
the most disgusting thing you can buy. Oh god, that's their entire marketing really? plan. But after the, this is the grossest yeah. thing you can drink. So he only Try had a, some. He had a pint of this. <laughs> he only had a pint of this. We had a we had like a quart yeah, of the Clyde yeah. Mays Alabama whiskey. But this thing was a pint of this Cuban Heinous. licorice, Whoa. some sort of some sort of. <laughs> and so I immediately when I, after I pour after we we're about to die, I'm like. I'm pouring this shit out. There's no way this is good. I'm not even sampling this after this past fucking 10 minute fiasco. And we opened it. We were both sitting there like, and Carl said something. He's like, it's like the Twizzlers went bad. Or he said, the black Twizzlers. It's like the black Twizzlers went bad. Yeah, it's <laughs> fermenting a Twizzler. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's fermented Twizzlers. Like the black Twizzlers went bad. I wa- we got to ask Matt about the Corvette. Because you draw, what can you I tell can't, us? I can't Nothing? say much. I can't, well, so I'm the in, new Corvette. Oh, okay. I did drive the new Corvette on the racetrack and on the road, but I'm not allowed to talk about it until October 16th. Okay. I can talk about, I can't, I can't say driving impressions. That's the, that's the, okay. that's the cut. How's the seat? Very comfortable. Okay. I, I nice fit in back. It, I fit in it with a helmet on, which is good because I'm six foot three. So me with a helmet is good for people who want to go on racetracks. You can fit golf clubs in the trunk behind the engine, which is kind of crazy. What's the first year at 55? What's the first year of the Corvette? The first year 53, yeah, 53 and okay. you don't want one. No, no. My, my roommate... My roommate from college brother has a 55. He's 55 is the first year that you years. might conceivably want it's to cool. actually drive around. It's cool. He used yeah. to tease him. With, he was going to give it to him or let yeah. us have it one year at college, and then he'd conveniently change his mind every goddamn time. 55 but, is like uh, the one Bill Paxton one. was driving in True Lies. The vet gets <laughs> okay. him wet. Like that? That's a, that's a 55. <laughs> yeah. This one was blue and white. This one was blue and white. Yeah. had a real cool... Pinstripe, the, the scallop yeah, on the yeah, side. The yeah. thing, That's yeah. the first year you'd actually yeah. want to drive is a manual and V8. I never, we never knew he owned it because he's 13 years older than my roommate. And we were home one year for Christmas, and he was a, he's from Annapolis, Maryland, and he drove down in it. And, and we were like, he sent the wife and kids in the family car, and then he drove it down just to show us because nobody had seen it in forever. So yeah. his older brothers were teasing him like, does it even exist anymore? He goes, all right, I'll drive. So then we saw it, and then he started teasing us through the holidays. Well, maybe I'll let y'all take it back to Auburn just for the semester. And then, so we, we have boners throughout Christmas break. Oh, we're going to get that's to That's mean. It's just to right. <laughs> and then he, so he knew, and he yeah. drove it right back to Annapolis. You probably we, told everybody we, you were bringing oh, a vet back right here. <laughs> We did get to ride around our little crappy Alabama hometown in it for a couple of weeks during the Christmas holidays. Yeah. So we were, we were, that helped. That was, that just. Now it would be like, let me get an Instagram shot. Just yeah, watch. yeah. <laughs> watch across the wheel. <laughs> did, does every astronaut still get to lease a vet for That a was a dealer a thing. There was a dealer in Florida. Whatever the dealer is by Cape Canaveral yeah. like in the 60s would give astronauts Corvettes wow. in exchange for, for publicity. And so at, like Neil Armstrong and all them like very famously drove these, <laughs> these like gold Corvettes <laughs> that they would buy for a dollar. And uh, yeah, it was a thing. I don't, I don't know if that dealer still exists. I don't hear about astronauts getting Corvettes anymore. They were rock stars back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Holy but now shit. what we have are a lot more, like, marketing cars. Like, so, like, uh, like Audi or Porsche or whatever would just give a celebrity a free car for, like, an a R8 year. Or something yeah. I, I, Tony Stark gets an R8 for Iron Man. Like, I, Jason Statham, who I met, like, twice, and, like... It's the most masculine smelling person I've I ever loved. Like, it was fucking crazy. He used to do weird. the radio show a lot. He had a he was very he funny. Was awesome. And Audi would give him, you know, they'd give him for transporter, they would give him Audis and shit. Yeah, he destroyed more Audis, more A eight. So I have a funny Jason Statham story. So I, I was friends with Paul Walker a little bit before he died. 
And Paul would rent out the racetrack, Willow Springs, and just invite his friends to come up and fuck around. And one of whom was me. And so we would be playing on the racetrack, and he, inv- he invited Jason Statham once. And Jason drove up in a car called a, a Porsche GT2, which is a really, really powerful 911, and it's rear-wheel drive. And so it's, it's twin turbos, and it's, it was like 650 horsepower. Now, Statham, despite... <laughs> What you might believe is not a particularly talented driver. I mean, he's not like, you know, uh, but he's not a racing driver or anything. So he, he shows up in this GT2, which is like a $250,000 car at the time. It had 180 miles on it, and the track was 95 miles from L.A. So like half the car's mileage was just driving to the track. So he's like, right. You make a helmet? And I was like, okay. And we just hand him a helmet. And he goes out onto the track in this GT2, and the speed at which he fucking <laughs> sailed this thing off the first corner into the fucking rock backwards was extraordinary. I mean, he exited the track at probably 80 miles an hour. It was amazing. I wasn't expecting that. No, no. He fucking wooed right off, right off the first corner of the track. And it was fucking awesome. He went off it the was, track backwards. It was, it was so funny that we were silent. We weren't even laughing. Yeah, we I just, get it. Oh, my. and then he kind of limped it back, took off the helmet, handed it back, didn't really say much, drove back to LA. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Right. That was it. All right, boys. I met him one you other time. And he was very nice, here. but he didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> Fix that corner, would you guys? I'm going home. Right. Something wrong with that turn. He sailed off the fucking wow. track real hard. It was very, that, very that's awesome. That's amazing. Funny. Yeah. We should Paul have... was good with, with the track days. He'd rent out the track for his, his buddies. and uh, That's pretty cool. cool. Have you ever been in, the, obviously, the NASCAR? Have you ever had one, have them strap you in? I've driven one, and I've been passenger with uh, Kevin Harvick. And yeah, okay. Oh, wow. Kevin Harvick is he's quite a driver. <laughs> they you have a lot like I don't like watching NASCAR. It's just not my thing, but like the respect for the drivers and what they're doing in the car is just like Now did they have crazy. To, it's crazy. Cuz Fox really told me he got in one with um Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, Bill Elliott back <laughs> yeah. in the day. Oh, that'd be <laughs> rad. You have to you have to kind of crouch when there's no other seat. There's just the driver's seat, the bars in there. And I was put into a demonstrator car that did have a second they, they seat. Had, they had him crouching. They had several straps. That sounds like well, this is Bill Elliott. This is probably eighties or yeah, early nineties. They didn't give a fuck. It was eighty nine. They used to get in the car and beat the shit out of each other. They don't care. And he's got him. <laughs> he, they've got him. You know, like cross. <laughs> Seatbelt straps, and they're telling him, "Hang on to the roll." Oh, get the got fuck out! And he's kind of yeah, crouched down yeah. next to him. This was definitely before Dale Earnhardt died. <laughs> now, yeah, a thousand yeah, this percent. Is, no, this is this is awesome, Bill from Dawsonville. This is literally all my stories are thirty years old. Just learn that everything will be a better place. Just assume if I'm talking, it's at least beyond 1990, oh somewhere God. further. Awesome. And so he said that all he could remember was. Um, and they're screaming, and, and uh, Bill Elliott goes, you want me to wind it out? He's like, we're only going like 165. I can take it up to about 185. He goes, I can get it 200 on the straight. And Foxworthy's like, fucking do it, man. You know, And so he's crouched in this car. So when he takes it to the next level, it's like the force of it just kind of throws mm. you back a little bit. But he's still hanging on. Yeah. And he's the difference he's, between 8 tenths and 9 tenths yeah. when you're with a NASCAR driver is incredibly substantial. And he was he was like, it was all I could do to turn my head. And he yeah. was like, he was all, it kind of slammed me back and I'm hanging on and I'm scared. And I thought, well, for everybody who makes fun of this, 
I'll never make fun of it again. It looks like they're just going around in a circle. The concentration, the focus, the, yeah. the, the, to hang on book 10 and 2 and he for, was five, in, for three and a half hours. So he goes, it's all I can do to turn And he was in one car. Imagine there's another right. car four yeah, inches he's just away there by himself. Yeah. Right, yeah. He goes, as soon as he gets to the point where he can turn his head, he goes, uh, Bill Elliott's got one hand on the wheel. He's like giggling. His tongue's hanging out. He's looking at Fox. He's waiting on Fox to have the balls to turn his head. Yeah. And Bill Elliott's going, it's cool, ain't it? That's all he, that's all he said. It's cool, ain't it? But, Fox Warrior's going, the track! The track! Because yeah. it looks like you're... I've you, seen it 500 times, Jeff. <laughs> but you don't know. When, when you hit those corners, it, yeah. it looks like you're driving straight into yeah. a wall because yeah. of the angle. Yeah. And he goes, he'll know how he's, I'm it's the coolest. Cool, ain't it? <laughs> but I had to tell you, that's one of the most dangerous things I've ever heard of a human doing. <laughs> Going on a NASCAR unbelted yeah. on, in a not well, he was seat? Melted. He no was seat. Melted. He wasn't seated. That's crazy. He wasn't Sketchy seated. as hell. He wouldn't, he Do you remember seated. Dick Trickle back oh, in the day? Absolutely. So Dick Trickle had, greatest had, had name a, in sports. I mean, the best ever. racing driver name of all time, isn't it? Except for, um, oh my God, who's the black guy? Willie T. Ribs. Willie T. Uh, Ribs had the best racing driver name ever, but Dick Trickle. I don't know. Dick Trickle's pretty Trickle's pretty impressive. Awesome. Best NASCAR <laughs> name, certainly. True. He had a cigarette lighter and a pack of smokes installed in his dash. <laughs> and there's video of it on YouTube because they used to fucking rock open face helmets until Dale died. And uh, and during caution flags, he'd have a fucking smoke yeah. during the race. Yeah. And they would air that on television. Oh, oh, there's Dick lighting up a little smoke. Uh, awesome. Marlboro number 44 Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> they built uh, the Talladega track. The Talladega track is 20 minutes from my house. We, oh, yeah. we camped there growing up when they're like in the scouts and stuff and kid trips. And so the, there were two hotels in our town growing up. And the two race weeks a year, you had the Winston 500 and you had the Talladega 500. And they, they sat empty the other 50 weeks a yeah. year. But those two weeks, those two hotels were sold out, and all the drivers stayed there. So we'd go down there. So you're in the pool with Buddy Baker's kid and fucking Kyle Petty. They're all 12. We're all kids running around. All the drivers are there. They're always getting in trouble. That's so funny. They're a little too grab-assy. There's always somebody. (laughs) There's always a couple of cheerleaders that wandered over there who were like 18, maybe. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's always something weird going on. Emphasize the maybe there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I remember a couple of nights. I I remember a couple of nights where both my brothers had to go rescue a couple of their girlfriends oh, or no. friend girlfriends right because they get they got over their party with the NASCAR boys hanging out with dick trickle <laughs> yeah i'm 21 yeah i'm 21 yeah i'm 21 kale yarborough hell yeah i'm 21 kale yes I'm, I'm 21 kale yarborough david like, pearson i'm 21 whatever yeah. you want buddy baker hell yeah kale yarborough is like the kind of guy who would race nascar with like a gun in his fucking suit he's a bad man they were all that's yeah that's old school benny benny uh Benny Parsons. They weren't exactly good people. They were that <laughs> full on hillbilly, full on totally. There was yeah, always there's stories about NASCAR in the 70s and 80s. That are not really good. Really? Yeah, they're not good people. They, they weren't. Even I'm the a, heroes sometimes no, were not good. My people. two brothers are walking in like, why is she? I'm listening to my mom here whispering. Somebody's crying. Like, why is she crying? <laughs> I, I thought Kale Yarbrough was a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, he told me he loved me. It's like finding out there's no Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking crazy <laughs> super creepy I'm, I'm just because I'm I'm thinking about the kind of hotels that are near racetracks and what those pools look like and just holiday surrounded no, by no, a holiday yeah. in your standard you know kidney yeah. shape holiday in and Ramada in that yeah. was it now then when the track got built Talladega realized that they're they had no hotels. We yeah. were we were 15 minutes down the road, so they started building stuff up. They got the state to put in another exit, and now there's Hampton Inns and Comfort Inns and all that. But the first, the first 11 Talladega 500s 
My older brother was Grand Marshal one year. That's awesome. He drove, he got to ride in the race car. That's fucking but the, cool. Because yeah. their whole campaign was uh, no one. Why was he there? Because he? he's a football player at Auburn, and that's oh, all you got to cool. do. Yeah. All you got to do is have one good year at the community college, and hey, you want to drive the race car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a whistle. Somebody get him a whistle. <laughs> Mayor Brian was not available, but Terry Henley is. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so Ron Ron White got to do it like five or six years ago. Yeah, of course. And he's and it's you know, it's big then now, yeah. and so. So I'm telling. I was talking to Terry. They're about probably something. let Ron fucking drive the. I was talking to Terry about something else, and uh, I go, um, I go. You know, our boys down here. He's Grand Marshal, and my brother goes, "Tell him he's 38 years late. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that." My dad was a Grand Marshal of the Atlanta Journal 500 in 1990. Oh, there you go. See, and they I wrote Atlanta. At, that'd be no, it no, was it. at the Atlanta NASCAR. Oh, okay, Atlanta right, Speedway. Okay, right, yeah, right, right. I wrote Atlanta, but it was it was crazy. <laughs> Flew in a helicopter <laughs> into the middle of the NASCAR track. <laughs> Perfect. I got. I actually still have it. I got this little. Kids, yeah. you know, I was ten, so I got a little kid's jacket signed by Dale Earnhardt Sr., Richard Patty, yeah. Rusty Wallace. I mean, every driver was cool. I'm like nine. There's like 27 of us in the back of a U-Haul, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 do it like right out of a Coyote, like bringing Mexican people across the border. And we were all to the gate. You could hear them. There'd be two of them in the front. They know, and everybody knows they're just letting you get away with it. But the guy at the gate's like, "Is anybody in the back?" Nope. It's <laughs> always <laughs> so said no. We're crammed in the back. Forty-two people. camping gear. All camping gear. <laughs> 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 it was so much fun. There's no party like the infield. Oh, my God. I saw stuff. things that a nine-year-old should never yeah, see. It's you crazy. should not see some of these things I saw. The craziest race from a partying perspective I've ever seen is the, the 12 hours of Sebring, which is an endurance race. It's 12 hours oh, yeah. long, sports cars, and it's in Sebring, Florida. And uh, it's like kind of central Florida. Kind of the middle of nowhere. Middle of fucking nowhere. You can't get away with a lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> and so you have the, the, the you have the infield inside the track, which is all the big sponsor tents like that shit Carl was cooking for, like that. Sure. And then you have the outfield. And the outfield is, because this race is in March, it's fucking redneck spring break. And that sounds awesome. It is craziness. And so the track is completely flat because it's an old airport. So it's, it's really hard to watch, actually. It's a shit race to spectate. So what do the fucking rednecks do? They build bleachers, contraptions, really tall structures to get their own vantage points, and they're often on wheels, and they fucking drive these guys around. <laughs> not up to code. No code. No code. And it is, it's craziness. I mean, it's like Central Florida meets... You know, I don't know. I I, I don't have the second half. It might be the birthplace of Florida man. Yeah, you know all the stories about Florida man. They all start in Sebring, but I can't recommend it enough. We should start wrapping up. We got to go to La Cubana. We do for the next episode of the Opie Radio Podcast. (laughs) Well, we're pre-gaming here because we're all going down there, right? This was a lot of fun. You you like the bourbon? I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna leave the Jello mold with you, Vic. I'll eat the rest of this. I have another one. No, that's yours. That is hilarious. Yours. This is gonna be good. I was gonna just give you all a couple of cubes, but now I don't. Choice. That would have been nice, but you know, it's delicious. I can't believe the whole thing melted together. I I want the edibles into one giant one. When I bought them, I was like, it's kind of warm in the car, and this is my first of several errands. (laughs) But I was like, how hard could it be? I wouldn't right. I wouldn't have thought of that. And I'm a weed. Yeah, but I would not. Or there's no way. That's a. That's not a. That's not it's a, a rookie mistake. That's just you didn't know. Yeah, you just didn't know. But I blame the product. <laughs> but you know what? But we got four. You should get your it. money back. Right. We got a bit out of it though. It's a fortuitous. I, and it kicked in. Trust me. <laughs> the functionality has uh, not been affected. Oh, 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 between this and the bourbon, I already said merm instead of burn. <laughs> <laughs> Good to go. All right, Smoke entire podcast. Uh, yeah. What else you want to promote, Matt? That was. I it? mean, if on the I'm, odd. 
chance that there is someone in L.A. who needs a place to store their additional collector vehicles, my shop, Westside Collector Car Storage, is here for you. Find it on Google, Westside Collector Car Storage in L.A. Vic, you, you heard about this, right? He's building a garage. I'm building a 130-car indoor cars. collector car storage facility for people who have money and taste but no space. I just is Jay Leno involved wrong. in this? Oh, he's got 10 airport no, hangers. He all right. <laughs> I, one of those students, I was on the show one day a million years ago yeah. back at Sirius, and uh, I had the chance to go and didn't go. You can go. He, he offered me and Foxworthy to go one day, million years, and we were going to go down just with him on Sunday, and mm -hmm. he was going to. And I went, I don't think I'm just going to watch football. I said, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. God. And I, you should have heard the I said it that day on his show down in Sirius. Oh, no. And he was, he was perfect Jay Leno because he just eviscerated me. <laughs> For the next 10 minutes About how stupid a choice that was to not I turned go, down yeah. to go with just him Me and him and Jeff yeah. And it would have been fun No, no If you ever get another chance You definitely should go I've been That's amazing He said after spoiling that one I would never be offered another chance <laughs> That's it's, it's, no, He said that day in the studio he goes, so cool. I said, I'm like, I'll go now And he's like, you'll never be offered That's let, let me just fill this in quickly So Jay Leno comes into the old radio show And just destroyed oh. all of us Really? Oh murder. my god, he murdered us Me, so Jimmy, Daryl Hammond was there that day, that's right. Gaffigan was there that day. Jim Norton, he walked in. It was like a goddamn Gatling gun. Yeah. He just came in and da, 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 da. He mowed everyone. That's over. hilarious. Was, I did an episode of his show, and I just it was me and him hanging out together in a at a rally school outside of Seattle for a full day, and he told some of the funniest fucking stories I have ever heard, and it was great. And he was we started talking about taxes or something. I saw how how the cars are taxed right off. He's got a show. He goes, No, no, I pay all my taxes. You, know, you don't ever fuck with the IRS. You Think Nick Cage chooses his own movies? Nope. One of the greatest lines. <laughs> he goes, IRS chooses, IRS chooses Nick Cage. <laughs> We're not going to do better than that. No, that's it. No, we're out. We're going to La Cubana, so check out the next episode of the OP Radio Podcast. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I got a closer. Yeah, Even though okay. I had to, had to do Jay Leno. Okay, a Wegman's. Wegman's bad. Wegman's bad. Wegman's bad. Wegman's bad. Wegman's bad.